Hey, it's Dr. Joe Galati, and thanks for tuning into my podcast, The Dr. Joe Galati Podcast, which originates from the world-famous Texas Medical Center right here in Houston, Texas. On the podcast, you'll hear segments from my weekly radio program, Your Health First, which airs every Sunday evening at 7 p.m. Central Time on 740 KTRH here in Houston or coast-to-coast on the iHeartRadio app. We'll also have featured interviews with experts and other interesting people that somehow enter my life. So in a sense, it's a potpourri of interesting people and conversations somehow all tied back to the liver and the health and wellness space because that's what I do. Follow all of our activities by going to drjogalati.com Sign up for our newsletter and stay in touch. Follow me on social media, which is available on the website. You could always see me as a patient for a consultation. And of course, the same recommendation. Go to drjoegalati.com for details and phone numbers. Your feedback is immensely important. Send me a note on the contact tab of drjoegalati.com. So sit back, enjoy, and I wish you all continued good health. Let's roll the tape. The name of the program is Your Health First. Every Sunday between 7 and 8 p.m., drjoegalati.com is our website. Take a look. There's really two websites tonight, drjoegalati.com. Sign up for our newsletter and follow us along. And then drgarthdavis.com, who is my guest in the studio tonight. Now, um, Garth, you you wrote a book, Proteinaholic. Right. How our obsession with meat is killing us and what we can do about it. Great topic, great content. Tell me how you even got to that point of of the topic and the title. Yeah, it's interesting because I'd written a book before, The Expert's Guide to Weight Loss Surgery. And in that book, I said, eat protein, protein, protein. And I ate protein, protein, protein. But like I said, I started getting high cholesterol and I started seeing people coming back get sick. And so I started really, really investigating Nutrition. And part of that investigating nutrition, you know, if we have the worst health in the world, and, and by many measures we do, we have uh-huh. one of the shortest life expectancies, despite spending more money than any other uh, health system in the world, any other country. Uh-huh. And so I went around, kind of looked around the world at like, what are the, what's health like in these other cultures? And look specifically at blue zones. And you look at the blue zone culture, they're getting about 10 to 12% of their calories from protein. Whereas we're getting about 20% and we want to get more. Right. We're constantly trying to get more. And, you know, back in the 1970s, you'll remember the McGovern Committee and the Senate Select Committee on Nutrition. And they kind of they, they started it all because they, they held all these uh, different debates about what the right way to eat is. And I kind of came up with this idea. We need to eat less meat. We need to eat less dairy. We need to eat less eggs. And what happened? The meat, dairy, and egg industry went crazy. Right. Got them voted out. And what happened was they turned things around. Instead of saying eat less meat, it became eat more lean meat and low-fat meat. And all of a sudden, there was a term that was introduced into the lexicon of of America, and that was low-fat. So then we went on this low-fat Brilliant move, by the way. Brilliant move. Brilliant move. Because industry jumped all over that, right? But here's the problem is we never went low-fat. We kept eating fat, but now we also ate a lot of processed, you know— Cookies and yeah. crackers and low snack fat. rolls, yeah. right? And uh, and so we became sicker. And then there became this low fat versus low carb war. There's three macronutrients. People are worrying about you know is it carbs or is it fat? In the background, protein is just sitting there. Like, well, I must be the best. And so we kind of gravitated towards protein. People put 
all this kind of ideas in a protein. It's just not true that if you eat a whole bunch of protein, all of a sudden you're going to be a, this huge bodybuilder. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. I think the other the other thing that patients tell me, and a lot of this I I, I picked up from from your book and and just to make you think, patients will come to me and and if we're talking about their weight or trying to get their diabetes under control, and they will say, I only eat chicken. I eat chicken day and night. And and they sit there with a certain uh, sense of satisfaction as right. if, look at me, I am doing the right thing. I'm not eating red meat. Right. Good for me. And I'm saying, uh, I don't think you're doing anything for yourself. But again, I would say, on another time, we will talk about the cabal of advertising. But yes. um, there's a sense that there are those in the poultry industry that are saying, no, red meat, the, you know, where oh, the, the other the white meat, meat or right. whatever, whatever right. they came up with right. back then, that chicken is good. And I make an argument with them to say mm. eating more chicken is not good. It's not. I mean, if you look, it's so funny because if you think about our grandparents, when they ate chicken, the chicken was very small and basically slaughtered at about six months of age. Now we have these chickens that are so big, they can't even walk and they're slaughtered at five weeks. How are they growing a chicken that fast? And you got to understand, we are what we eat. If you look around the world, they did this huge study in Europe called the EPIC study. Um, And in the EPIC study, they followed 500,000 people, 10 countries, 12 years. Number one cause of weight gain was chicken. Right. And now, why is that? Well, there's multiple different reasons. It might be this health halo effect. But they did try to control for calories. It wasn't like the people eating chicken ate more calories. Right. The chicken is associated with lymphoma and other things. But when you get down to the real nitty-gritty of science, a lot of the anti-aging people are doing some real interesting studies on what and – you, and you probably know a lot about um, mTOR and, and some of the yeah. sirtuins and things like that. mTOR, that enzyme pathway, is set off by leucine, which is an amino acid very common in, in animal um, meat and yeah. especially chicken. And so if you're eating a lot of that, you're activating IGF-1, which is a growth hormone that can – cause cancers or make cancers grow, and you're activating the aging pathway um, through mTOR. Uh, And this all translates to not a healthy diet. And it's not part, when you look at the blue zones, they're not eating lots of chicken and they're not eating the other white meats. Yeah. You know, they're eating mainly fruits, vegetables, and beans. They're not necessarily vegan or vegetarian. Right. But their meat consumption is extremely It's a fraction. It's It's a fraction fraction of what you would think. Now, the other... the the public has a, a very short range on when they go to the market or they're just thinking about preparing a meal. We need a protein. Well, it's either beef, chicken, pork, or some other kind of meat. Right. Uh, they they are almost blind to the idea that you can get protein right. in other. Nuts, legumes, and explain that how you would yeah, you would explain that. And I don't blame them because before I started learning this, I had no idea. When when I said protein, I thought protein meant a big red meat. A big red meat. And the funny thing is now, like I'll sit and I'll order a salad. You know, the waiter comes up and I order a salad, and he's like, you know, I order a salad. It's got beans. It's got all kinds yeah. of stuff. Would you it. like to add protein? It's always. <laughs> would you like to add protein? And I'm like, you know, my poor wife is like, oh god, here we go. Yeah. And as soon as they say that to me, you know, author of protein, all like, I'm like, well, what do you mean? I mean, I've got beans in there. And I've got nuts and seeds, yeah. and the guy's like, "Look, I'm 16 years old. I'm working a summer job just to order." Yeah. But um, yeah. But no, it's you know, protein is important. We need protein in our bodies, right? 
But it's so important that it happens to be almost everywhere. I mean, there's amino acids in fruits. Our bodies are labile. We're constantly turning over our own muscle and skin and tissue. So there's a constant labile amount of amino acids in our body. Uh, nuts, seeds, legumes, kale, um, cruciferous vegetables loaded with protein. Um, you have to eat a lot of it to get enough protein because right. it's so fiber-filled. But if you're eating a very, um, you know, uh, intensely diversified plant-based diet, you're going to get every amino acid you could possibly need. Right. Yeah. And, and, then and, 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 and you know, uh, it's just the education of the public has right. to be brought up. And I think the work that you're doing and, and, and certainly... Well, it's hard uh, to do that when like everything, you know, anything you buy now says like protein, this is protein, yeah. I got protein. Now, I mean, they're basically selling candy bars that say high protein. High, high protein. You know? No, no, no. Like, oh, this totally, totally yeah. right. It's this health so, halo effect. So I would say obesity in America. What's your take? And you mentioned it already. How did we get here from the yeah. mid to late 70s all through the 80s right. to where we're at now? Right. Well, look, we're eating more calories. That's the simple answer, right? If you look from the 70s to now, right. we're eating more and more calories. Every year, it, pretty much it goes up. Now, Obesity can be looked like it, there's definitely genetic component to it. In fact, they did these amazing studies in Holland uh -huh. looking at identical twins and fraternal twins adopted at birth, separate families. How did environment affect their weight as they grew up? Obviously, identical twins stayed very much the same. Right. And in these genetic studies, they felt that weight on par with height is the most inherited gene we have. Right. So there's definitely an inheritance pattern towards a gene. And you could go back to what, where did this gene come from? I mean, thousands of years ago, we lived in feast or famine. We inherited, uh, evolved a big, gigantic stomach. Right. Not so that we can get our money's worth at a buffet. Right. You know, <laughs> but so that we could eat when food was around because there was right. going to be a winter fast. Right. We have hormones from that big stomach that feed back to our brain that make us hungry. Our hunger drive comes from the most primitive part of our brain, the part of the brain that controls heart rate and breathing. Mm -hmm. And so hunger is not this, like, we think it's willpower. It's not willpower at all. This is a very built-in kind of system. Now you take that into an industrialized food environment mm -hmm. where we have ultra-processed food. You could buy, you know, a dollar burger and feed the family with right. KFC fried right. chicken um, and Coke. It's that mix of gene with a very, very bad food system that gives us this problem with obesity. Yeah. No, it, 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 it is true. What I, what I want to leave, we're, we're coming up on the news break and Sally Adams is here. Um, this whole notion of anti-inflammatory mm. diets, there Fair are, there are uh, depending on what camp you follow, there are certain foods to absolutely avoid. There are foods that you must eat. And so I, I'd like to get a little direction for everybody listening tonight on the anti-inflammatory I mean, you can actually diet. look it up. So they did a dietary inflammatory index. And the DI, uh, dietary inflammatory index, it'll go through and it'll tell you which foods are inflammatory, which foods are not, which foods are neutral. If you look at that, it's going to just basically confirm everything that I'm telling you. The more animal products you eat, the more inflammatory your diet is, right. the more colorful vegetables and fruits that you eat, the less inflammatory it is, and maybe even anti-inflammatory. Right. All right. We're, we're going to tackle that. All right. DrJoeGalati.com is uh, our website, DrGarthDavis.com, uh, to learn more about Dr. Davis and his clinic and his practice and uh, tapping into his years of knowledge and uh, patient care. All right. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back. Uh, think about what you're eating tonight. That's the key. 
We'll be back. Thanks for listening today to our podcast. Don't forget, for more information, check out drjoegalati.com. Information about my book, Eating Yourself Sick, is available there, as well as our clinical practice, radio program, and social media links. We need you to be part of our tribe and community. Until we meet again, I'm Dr. Joe Galati. Ciao.